Wise counselors. So many times in my life, I have wondered what decisions to make and which way to go. Too few times in my life I have I sought or trusted in wise counselors to offer advice that could have helped my decision-making process. Am I alone? I don't think so. Hence our discussion today on what the Bible says about wise counselors. This topic came up for me as I looked at scriptures that illustrated the point clearly. Let's take Rehoboam, King Solomon's son and heir. Although his father was declared the wisest man on earth, somehow this apple fell far from the tree for Rehoboam lacked his father's insights. Upon taking the throne, Rehoboam was faced with a contentious crowd led by Jeroboam. Life had been difficult under King Solomon's rule, and we need only consider the opulence of his lifestyle to understand why, for it was paid for by the labor and sacrifice of his people. They'd had enough, as their accusation states. Your father was a hard master. Lighten the harsh labor demands and heavy taxes that your father imposed on us. Then we will be your loyal subjects. Initially, Rehoboam sought the advice of the older men who had counseled his father and told him, if you were willing to be a servant to these people today and give them a favorable answer, they will always be your loyal subjects. But with the brashness of youth, Rehoboam rejected this counsel and instead asked the opinion of the young men who'd grown up with him and were now his advisors. He didn't consider the wisdom of his forefather David who wrote, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the seat of scoffers. It seems that Rehoboam had already decided who he was going to seek his counsel from, his own youthful friends, and his request of his elders was just a ploy to exert his independence. And the fatal advice of his friends, make their burdens heavier, beat them with scorpions. It's not difficult to imagine the outcomes when Rehoboam responded so harshly. By the end of the day, only the tribe of Judah remained under his rule and the rest of Israel, the 11 other tribes, selected another to rule them. We see this happening again with another ruler of Israel, King Ahab, one of the evilest and most idolatrous rulers they ever had. And there were many. Ahab had aligned himself with Judah's godly King Jehoshaphat to fight against Aram. In preparation for the battle, King Ahab called his prophets for advice, and without fail, they all counseled him that a great victory awaited them. Yet King Jehoshaphat, a godly king, requested that they seek counsel from a God-fearing prophet, Micaiah, who advised them that doom awaited them on the battlefield. Sadly, neither king listened to Micaiah's, and by the end of the day, King Ahab was slumped in his chariot, bleeding out from a fatal wound. Both of these tales clearly illustrate the importance of not only seeking wise counselors, but following their godly advice. As one source declares, 20 foolish advisors are no better than one. So the kind of counselors one seeks makes all the difference in the outcome. A multitude of counselors won't help if those counselors are fools. This stated succinctly in the maxim, bad company ruins good morals. Now this, beloved, is wise advice.
Still, we have to ask ourselves if the situations faced by Rehoboam or Ahab may match our own. Do their stories sound in any way familiar? Have we sought and yet rejected the advice of wise counselors only to see in retrospect that failing to heed their instruction had devastating consequences for us? Tragically, even though we see the error of our ways, we often still don't forge a new path. But this is our opportunity to make a change, and scripture is chock full of verses. And they deliver this guidance, and God promises that he will instruct us and teach us in the way we should go. He will counsel us, he says, with his eye upon us. The wisdom book of Proverbs provides further direction, for it tells us, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. And it begins with where we place our trust. Proverbs 3 states, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. This entire passage warns against pride, the corrosive acid of any false plan. As Proverbs 11 warns, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with the humble is wisdom. Pride causes us to make independent decisions based upon our own limited knowledge, which is why we're cautioned that the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. Further, be not wise in your own eyes, says the Lord. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. For whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. Thus, we don't just depend on our own understanding and trust the Lord for his wisdom. We also need to seek the wisdom of others who can objectively look at the situation, as Proverbs explains. Where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. Advice would is repeated in Proverbs 15. Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. But we have to be cautious about the advice we listen to as we witnessed in the case of Rehoboam and Ahab. And that's why we read in Proverbs 24, for by wise guidance, you can wage your war and in abundance of counselors, there is victory. And again, Proverbs 20, plans are established by counsel, by wise guidance, wage war. For we're told whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. How then do we seek such wisdom and counselors? Proverbs 1 tells us the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but that's only the start of the journey. Whereas knowledge is acquired through education and experience, wisdom is gained by the Holy Spirit, as it is the ability to discern what is true and right. Thus, wisdom is the appropriate application of knowledge. It doesn't just see danger, it avoids it. And that's why Proverbs 19 states, listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Further, we're told, let the wise listen to these Proverbs and become even wiser. Let those with understanding receive guidance. Therefore, we will want to seek direction from those with a proven track record, those who evidenced a life which has trusted in the Lord, surrendered themselves to the guidance of the Holy Spirit, persevered in and applied the word of God to their lives. 
Those who have illustrated the instruction of James that the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. Further, they've exemplified a life in which the fear of the Lord is instruction in wisdom and humility comes before honor. These are the kind of people that we can trust to give us godly advice, untainted by the world's standards. They realize that God's generous when wisdom is requested, and he doesn't turn away anyone who asks for it. Their light shines brightly, and their good works give glory to our Father in heaven. And the righteous mouth utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. Over the years, they've learned to give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man, and he will increase in learning. Once we find such people, we need to listen carefully to their counsel, for the ear that listens to life-giving reproof will dwell among the wise. Whoever ignores instruction despises himself, but he who listens to reproof gains intelligence. This is a sign that we love our own soul and have at last discovered what is good. In fact, such wisdom is more than precious than gold or silver. Bottom line, beloved, is that we are to listen and learn. We are told to keep hold of instruction. Do not let it go. Guard her, for she is your life. And throughout our days, we are to gain a heart of wisdom. For if we reject the godly counsel that God provides us, the consequences are already seen as severe. The Holy Spirit calls to us in this. Do not turn your back on wisdom, for she will protect you. Love her and she will guard you. Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. And whatever you do, develop good judgment. And with our Father's abundant generosity, we never have to doubt that he will provide us all that we need to light our path and lead us in the way. Amen, beloved. Amen.